With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, y'all, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Rodney Perry. Um, uh, this is something new, man. Brand new. Brand new. Uh, I called my friend, Cole, who is uh, one of the most solid guys I know, uh, well-versed in a number of uh, fields of expertise. Uh, what's up, Cole? What's going on, RP, man? Thank you for having me here, brother. I think this is a podcast, man. Man, I think, you know what? It's going to be. It's going to be, and, and we, we've been kicking some names around. What do we say? What do we say? Uh, oh, no, this, this thing's so little, it's almost like the iPodcast. <laughs> <laughs> the little mixer thing is so little, you right, know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. We said the corner table podcast, corner the square table, table, square table. Uh, the, basement. the basement. We're definitely in yeah. the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bros in the basement, we'll figure it out. You know. I, I, just the basement. Just the basement. Just I think that's fine. And then wherever we at, that's going to be the new basement. That'll be the new damn basement. The basement is everywhere. The yeah. basement is the world. Hey, that's it. So I heard something on the radio today, and okay. um, I said, I'm, 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 I want to, I want to, I want me and Cole to chop it up about that. So uh, uh, watch, uh, listening to Ricky Smiley, drop the kids off in the morning. I rarely listen to, I rarely listen to Ricky Smiley because it's hip hop, and right. you just never know what you're gonna get when you're in the car with your kids you with on the hip hop station. Right. And um, but they were talking about um, Joe Jackson has a child. That uh, that was the outside child that the rest of the Jackson kids never would acknowledge. Why? Because they couldn't dance. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that's it's hard true. to bring him in the family. You can't <laughs> dance the same or nothing. I mean, but but, but Tito never really danced. But he, he he was he was he had an instrumental. I mean, he had, he had some, you know he had some musical talent. If if the music came from Joe, that kid probably had some. Well, don't let me don't let me get crazy. Okay, let's not, let's not go far now. Yeah, let's, let's stay focused. Okay, so the question is, okay, um, if 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 for some reason you had an outside child. No, that's a horrible question. Horrible question. Horrible question. Horrible question. Someone. Uh, if you were an outside child, or should a family acknowledge an outside child because it's not the child's fault? Well, you know, I think it's a, a catch-22, man. You know, like, believe it or not, I myself has exper- have experiences in my family with my father and his siblings. Okay. So they were like 11 deep. And my, my grandfather was like, Booker T was like, you know. Well, I want to let y'all know that there's another one coming. It's another one here. Yeah. He told his wife, and the kid grew up not far. They went to school, and they'd be like, you know, he looked like us. She did. You know, she she kind of looked like 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 Bonnie, and she kind of looked like uh, uh, Dion. But we ain't gonna we ain't show. You know, we ain't for show. Right. But when my grandfather died, she showed up in the funeral front front row, and now it's cool. So the question is, when the when the, when the parent gets out the way, like I think her mother. Also would have created a situation. Right, right. You know. And and again, I completely agree. I had the same situation. I'm an outside child. Okay. And actually, oh, me too. My wife is an outside child. I definitely am. So I'm an outside child. Uh, my my father, my biological father, was married. Okay. And my my um my my mom was in high school, so he really lightweight. 
raped and molested my mom. I'm about to say he was. Yeah, yeah he was like that so, dude. I guess yeah. you know. But my mom always told me stories that she they were really in love. Okay. Long story short, his wife never acknowledged me. So my siblings on his side never never reached out to me until their mom passed. Right. When their mom passed, I began to get the phone calls and the reach outs to like, yo, you know. And when I talked to my sister for the first time, when I tell you this, we had so much in common. Right. I mean, and and, and I began to kind of look up, look look it up, and learn about. It. You're kind of more related to your father's, your siblings from your father than you are your siblings from your mother. Did you know that? No, no, I didn't notice that. Yeah, because well, 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 a lot of your genes that form you come from dad. Right, right, right. That, right. That's the idea. And, and But you, most of us live in a home with our sibling from our right, mother. Right, right, right. So then we, we cultivate so our personality. Exactly. Right, right, right. So you have that connection. But, right. but I have to say, I, like, I met three of my sisters. I knew, so with, by my father, I have six sisters. Okay. Okay, three I have met. We didn't really have the best relationship, but I always had love for them. Exactly. My other three sisters, that was by my father's wife when he got my mom pregnant. When he said he was married, he was single with no kids. He was really married with three at home. Go ahead, okay? Go ahead, Pop. Uh, he, uh, and I'm going to tell you about some pimp, pimp stuff later. Okay? I'm sure. I'm, it's, I'm a sure. Pimp, it's a pimp part of the story. But anyway, so I met them at my father's funeral. And one, my oldest one, so Angela, Angela Antoinette. So, so, so take me there. So okay. you... It's, I'm at my father's your, funeral. Your dad is gone. Yes. You're at the funeral. Yes. You don't know about... I'm not cool with nobody, first you. of all. They don't, they don't know you. They know of me. Okay. We all know of each other. So there was some identity to it, but okay. we just never met. Got it. Got it. Understood. You know, so when we got there and we met, you know, we, we kind of semi got cool the best we could. But outside of that, it, you know, we just... We're all Facebook friends. How about that? Indeed. That we are. Let me tell you something. Facebook is big. You don't I'm, simply, have to be Facebook I'm friend with some of your siblings because of Facebook. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> right. But that, that really happened. And, uh, but the pimp part of the story is. Okay. So when his wife with three daughters find out that he has another lady pregnant in the military with a son on the way. And the son comes. She's like, oh, well, we all moving in the house together. If you're not going to leave them, we're going to come to you. So the pet part is we all lived in one one crib. I don't know how long, but you remember it though. You have I, you have a memory of it. I don't. But my mother told me and my father told me. Wow. On separate occasions. Got it. And I've always looked at my mom as like she got pimp. You know, she got a little pimp in her. So 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 you guys were like the first uh, outside of Utah. <laughs> but I don't think it's, I don't think it was a sustainable unit. Right. I think it was like. Borderline, it's more like a death row office thing. Really? Where the Bloods and the Crips were there together, Wait. but we're not always fighting. And you would know about death row. You were there. You were Absolutely. actually there, which is which is another story for another yeah, podcast. Another yeah. We can dedicate a whole show to your stories. Now, I will say this. I understand, and I noticed that, that, that although Suge Knight was a pretty scary guy, that he was also a really nice guy in yeah, some respects yeah, yeah. You, mean, know, you know community stuff outreach right. and stuff like that I know he did that because I used to work at KJLH and he would do Absolutely. a lot of stuff for the community yeah, so that was uh, Stevie Wonder owned it back then he still does he does he still does, still does. yeah yeah he, uh, <laughs> I got Stevie Wonder's story I, right. but, okay let's <laughs> save it save it save it save it, save it. <laughs> yeah. but uh, so so, uh, so the, the short answer to the question is 
um, you should embrace that. You should embrace that child. I, I, I would say it's easier for the siblings to embrace one another mm-hmm. than it is for the outside the parent and yeah. the inside parent mm-hmm. to, to find some commonality. Right. I mean, it, the, everybody's think, hurt. That child is a constant mind of indiscretion. Wow. You know what I mean, wow. brother? So it's like, yeah. imagine. Imagine your daughter turned on you one day, and then every time you got to look at the rest of them, you're like, you know what? <laughs> I'm mad at you because of what she did. You exactly. know, that happens. Wow. Man, that, that, that's, really, that's really interesting, man. So, um, but the, I, I, I saw that. I was like, yo, dude, we, we got we to gotta look at that some kind of way. But, like, how old is that child now? I mean, that child's 43 years old. Okay, so when you have that particular situation, it's like, now it's time for the, for, for the children to Somebody need to let it go. Somebody needs to be there. Don't understand that you, you're, you're hurt because your mother was hurt. I could, especially when it comes to girls. When they see their mother's pain, especially when it comes to the father's indiscretions, they build their own mind of how the situation is. They have their own pain and anger. Right. But when it comes down to it, I mean, you was a freaking kid. Come on, dog. Tighten up. Yeah. All right. Um, this has been getting on my nerves, man. Okay. And, and I want you to give me something that gets on your nerves. This has been getting on my nerves. People that are busy, but I know you're not busier than me. Okay. Like, okay. okay, I'm busy. I know you're not busier than me. And so, like, what and what I what what the core this comes from is like it's a friend of mine. He runs a comedy club in St. Louis. Okay. I can't never get this dude on the phone. And I'm like, I know you're not that busy. I know, I know, I know you. You took on on undertaking. You're running the club. You're doing that, but you are not busy 24 hours a day. You're not too busy to return a call. That is correct. I mean, I get return calls from way more important people, and you're not that busy. But maybe the, I, this is going to hurt a little bit. Right? It's going to hurt. Go ahead. But uh, Give it to maybe me. you're just not important to him. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'm not. Because one I'm, thing I do know, people make time for who for they, what make they, time. Who they want to make time yes. with and what they want to do. Got it. Wow. So maybe in the words of Cole, checkmate. <laughs> Check. You know, I just pushed the king over. I think. I, I think. I think you did that. I think you took that just to another level. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not important. God damn it. That was important to other people. Yeah. You call me. I can't. You did. You did. You answered. The, you answered my phone call. That I will. But but. Is answering the phone call becoming passe? Yeah. Like, I mean, people, people, people don't want to talk to you. They will rather you text them. Right. It's so funny that how social media has made us so personal to the general public, but so impersonal to our private sector. Right. You know, it's like, like, uh, why don't you just text me, man? Why can't I just call you? If you text me anything more than two lines, oh, there's a call on the way. It's called delete. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 my kids do this. I don't know if your kids, you know, my kids are a little older than your kids, okay. but my kids, if you're not on an Apple device, they won't text you. Oh, at, at all. all. They, they, they be like, just because they mess up that color. <laughs> yeah, they don't like the color of the bubbles. They're like, oh, them green bubbles. Ugh. Yeah, that's Droid. That's passe. That is so <laughs> whack, right? <laughs> Droid. That's <laughs> 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 what that's so disrespectful. Oh my God, man! They give Android such a hard, such a hard time when you're the iPhoneer. Like we don't do that to iPhone people like no. they do to us. I, I, well, how do y'all kind of do? We flex with a camera. Yeah, we flex y'all on our cameras. Pull y'all fly ass camera out. We be like, flex oh, on what's that? Right. Let, me, let me take my own selfie. <laughs> be like, then you look at the, you look at the Android picture. Be like, damn. Cold as I don't know what. But but you know Apple how gangster Apple is. What's that? They'll make it where your pictures look weird on their device. Oh, trust me. Yes. They're like, can you just email me the picture card? Like, 
but Andrew, you know what? I think they did a tit for tat. Cause somebody sent me a video like, look at this bomb video. And I'm like, uh, this looks like it's, you can send it to me on dial-up. Right. Stop. 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 So, uh, hey man, it's Roddy Perry, my man Cole Parker in the building. Cole, uh, you're an entrepreneur. Give, give me what what made you brave enough to step out on your own for your with your own business, man? Well, believe it or not, brother. Um, you will get into what hat I'm wearing shortly. <laughs> but um, when it comes down to it, I had a plan when I was young, man. Mm-hmm. At, at 16, I was like, okay, at 18, I want to have a, a first job that's going to be career-focused. By 25, I want to be in whatever position I'm in, be out of school, have me a great job, only making six figures. At 35, I never want to work for no one. At 45, I want to make my first million. Now, I just turned 45, and I'm still working on the latter part, but um, everything else is coming up. Yeah, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 34. I haven't worked, I haven't punched in since I was 34 years old. Wow. Wow. I I thought about that recently. I haven't worked a a regular job since 1998 when I got out the Navy. And and maybe 2000. Right. 2000 is when I really said, you know what, you know, this is it. This is what I'm going to do entertainment the rest of my life, some way, shape, or form. And I haven't, I haven't said, I haven't had to be anywhere. Right. Like I'd sit at the office and go take lunch and right. do, I, I haven't had to do any of that. And I've been working for myself ever since. Um, so, so I say that to say this, man, um, how do you pass that thing on to your kids and, yeah, answer that, then we, okay. we'll move on. Well, well, one thing I, I, I'm a firm believer in is whatever your life is, whatever you decide, I stick with you by that instead of trying to formulate you into being what I want you to be. I never want remorse from my kids for um, having a job that they don't want to work. So I build my business so they can take it over, but not that they have to. Ah, got it, got it. You know, so like in, in your particular case, you know, you've done movies, entertainment, comedy, you done law. Has any one of your children wanted to follow your footsteps? If so, what have you done to encourage and discourage them? Because obviously you see the light and the dark side. Right. And what have you done to encourage those who don't? You, you know what, that, that's a super duper great question. Uh, I have done nothing. And I'm, it's horrible. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't done anything. Uh, but, but but in my defense... Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> That's terrible, right? No, and, and I mean it. Um, I know you do. I'm, I've been so consumed with my own journey that I look back some time ago, wow, I should have done more maybe to cultivate my son. Like, my son shows some interest in rapping. And, and yeah. maybe I could have, you know. But but it was moments when I, I felt like he just wasn't serious enough. Right. You know. But how? Well, who am I to evaluate that? That's exactly correct. You know. And so, but but I have bought him stuff. So okay. I can't say I didn't do. I can't. I haven't done anything. I so bought you him. You contribute. You just don't. Yeah. I mean. I mean. I. I. am always been like this. I. I'll give you tools that I didn't have because I did. There were no tools for me. So I'll give you some of the tools that I didn't have, and then you have the opportunity to take those tools and use them. I mean, because you hear about a guy like Soldier Boy made his first album in a closet, right. and so if I give you a mixer and a machine and this and that and a mic and like and a computer. 
At least, At least you can kill, kill hip hop like he did. You can murder hip hop, <laughs> and that's really what it's all about. Murdering hip hop. Yeah. At least we understood him. We yeah. he Superman knows hoes, and um, <laughs> yeah, he did. But Ooh. but uh, it, 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 as I look as I think about my children, um, the only other one that's kind of showing some interest in entertainment maybe is uh, my daughter Rihanna, who who is funny to me. Okay, and but. At the same time, not. I mean, I would be pushing it on her, right? You know, right. as of now. So, so I, she hasn't come to you. Was like, "Hey, Dad, I want. I want to do blah blah." Yeah. But like I told him when I set this setup here that we're on, I was like, okay. "You guys should do a podcast," right. because I was listening to the radio yesterday, and this lady was saying the future for the young people now is becoming social media influencers. So if you start now, by the time you're 21 or 22, you could have a following of hundreds of thousands of people or millions. If if you, if you had a wherewithal to just, just stick it out, dude, dude, I I look at my journey, man, and it's been moments cold, man. I've been ahead of the power curve so many times. I was doing viral videos in early 2000. Wow. Easily. It was, and then I got bored. I told right. my buddy, I, I, I told my buddy, a friend of mine, Brandon Bowling. I said, "Dude, you're a visionary. You had the the where Brandon has a video with me and Cat Williams doing a sketch from 20 years ago." Okay. And I'm like, dude, and I, I used to tell him this even then. I was like, dude. You are you're you're doing outside the box stuff, but you want to fit inside the box. You want to go through the normal means like I like dude. Put you this, create new space. I told him yeah, put this space. shit on the internet. But you know what I realized I'm great at giving people advice and not listening to it myself. Yeah, yeah that's me. I am the king. Yeah. I posted it not too long ago on um on uh, Instagram. I was like, all that great advice you're giving is probably for you too. Absolutely. But you know what? Um, there's also a difference between people who create create ideas and those who formulate and bring the idea to fruition. Okay, so you have your sayers and you have your doers. Okay, okay. Unfortunately, it looks like sounds like we're both sayers. Yeah. Okay. So like we can create this wonderful idea, but it'll sit on the back burner. And somebody else either makes us do it, or we get to a point where we're like, you know what? I might as well pick this up. And yeah. Do it. I always tell people I'm an idea man. Yeah, yeah. I'm an idea man. So if you if you put me in a, in a space where people can implement my ideas, then and that's what I've been building my team. My team my team cannot be me, right. and that's what I, that's what I'm understanding about building the team. My team can't be Rodney Perry, and you know you have to be people that can take my idea into reality. And those are the people I'm looking for as I as I build build the people around me and and people that are going to help me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So um, uh, I've, I I I of course you know I've been doing an improv workshop for some Absolutely. time now. I'm taking uh, a couple times. Never deny next level <laughs> cold star student. And what it, what occurred to me recently is that people come to my class and I really don't know where they're coming from. I mean, they could be a murderer, a killer. So. Fast forward, of course, you've taken a class. You're a super dynamic guy. Um, my latest class, five people. Okay. Uh, one young lady was is, is super duper dynamic. Uh, she's in, in in finance. She was a banker. She's a she she's just a dynamic lady. There was another guy that took the class. He was funny. He he reminded me of you. He was okay. he he okay. instantly had that thing that you kind of look for, but I I would almost have to dial him down, right. and I and I said, dude, you don't you don't have to try to be funny, 
Long story short, have, are you familiar with the film The Freedom Writers? The film? Yeah, or the there's actual, a movie called The Freedom Writers. There's a book called The Freedom Writers. I'm very aware of the story in the book. The story is because they're from L.A. They're L.A. Like, kids. Yes, they're from yes. Long Beach, whatever. So he's one of those kids. Word. He's one of those kids. He makes his living speaking to thousands of people. I mean, he's been he's been speaking for 20 years. Man. His name is um, Manuel Scott, Manny Scott. Okay. I went and caught him. He was in Detroit while I was in Detroit. Right. 2,000 teachers in a room to see this guy speak. He told his story. Cole, I was moved on so many levels. First of all, you know, when you see somebody that, that you, you kind of thought you knew the guy. Right, right, right. But right. you really didn't. You know, I don't know. I don't know what they do. You know, like Marvin Cables is, 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 Absolutely. is a dope guy. You dope know? guy. And I'm like, you know... It, it, Intelligent. It, I didn't realize until he left the class how right. dope he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, you, you just shut up, shut the hell up, and come to class. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so, so to go to go and sit and watch this dude tell his story, motivate these people, and and do it in such a way where I was kind of floored. Mm. I was floored, and I mean, this dude has three books. One of the books is how to do what he does. I like dude, and and this is the crazy part. This this is how kind of God works too. Okay, I've been saying I want to get into that speaking space, and I'm like God, I was like God, how do I do it? And then he this drops he drops this motherfucker in my life <laughs> with, with a book. book. With a book. Give me that book. Here's your how to guy. Here's your how to guy. That's it. And he he has a desire to be funnier. And what he what he told me he said, man, the reason I took your class. Is because my life is heavy, man. He said he has to go and emote these emotions every day to these groups of people because his story is really heavy. He was homeless. Oh, yeah. uh, he he was in school. He was uh, he couldn't read. They had him in a class where because his name was Manuel Manny Manuel, huh? they they put him in English as a second language. So he in the class with all Spanish people. He don't even speak Spanish. <laughs> He's like, uh, no, uh, el no el speaking, what y'all say. El stopo. <laughs> no, el guapo. El no, stopo, please. <laughs> But so, he is a dynamic. I mean, like that dude's a pilot too. He's a he's a you, pilot. You know him? Yeah, not really, but I just I know how to Google. Wait, what, you Google him just now? <laughs> just now. Wow, that's amazing. I, man, I, man, if you say somebody's that interesting, I'm gonna check him out. Dude, I trust your word, dude. First of all, the pilot thing, right? Okay. So he told me this. Uh-huh. In my mind, I was like, this nigga lying. <laughs> I swear to God. I was like, this nigga, Y'all don't fly. This nigga is a lion second shit. That's we what don't fly. I, I, in my mind, right. I'd always already said <laughs> this guy is a fucking liar. Right, right, right. He but, was. but, but at the same time, I did believe him. But I didn't. Right. right. Like somewhere in my soul, I didn't believe him. Right. And so, I'm not tripping. So when I went to see him. He shows a picture of him flying the plane. I don't did he fly in like <laughs> show it to myself. <laughs> no. So he shows a picture of the plane. Even seeing the picture, I was like, that could be stock footage. Right. Who's in the back? You in that by yourself. <laughs> right. Where's the camera on the right. wing? You, did you take did you just on a selfie stick? But I'm I'm a skeptic. I'm a right. I'm a skeptic. And so I'm talking to his wife. He's like, yeah, we just got in. We flew. Then, then I'm really starting to look at his social media. And, you know, you have grounded today because of weather. And uh, right, I'm like, like, what? Oh, he really is a pilot. A real pilot. Wait a minute. Where are we finna go? 
<laughs> hey, Riley, I got to take you up one time. I think you'll really like flying. I ain't going up in your plane with you, man. You, you really won't? won't? I, you still won't? I, 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 you know what? I would. I would because I trust him. Well, well small engineer crabs, they crash every day. Just to help you out with that. Part. All right. Uh, so. But you know, it's, it's about, life is about chances, brother. Life is about chances. Life is about, that's the only way to live it. Well, there's some other ways to live it. <laughs> there's got to be. But, like, one thing I can tell you about you, as being experienced from being a part of the uh, Never Deny Next Level series of courses, mm-hmm. um, you genuinely and passionately care about people. And, you know, I, I think sometimes even your fan base may not recognize that just because they it's become your norm. You know, so, like... You play fun-loving characters. Your 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 sets are hyper, you know, hyperactive, hyperactive sets. And then it would be hard for you to be like, yeah, okay, you, but you want me to take a selfie? It kind of be hard for you to change it to that person. So your fans kind of accept that from you, but they really don't know how emphatically passionate you are. Right. Right, you that's really true. Are. That's true. I mean, you 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 made an observation about me that 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 I still kind of kind of stick in my in my in my vest, and you was like, dude, you you're doing more than improv here, you yes. know, and it's it's really up close. It's really an intimate situation. I keep I I don't I don't let the class get, class get over ten people because. Uh, I've done up to 17 and, and I was unable to, to give everybody my undivided attention and people would hide from, from me. Oh yeah, it's easy. You know, people would, you know, look, frozen in all season, you know. And so, uh, because of that, we've had some really dope people come. A Christy Porter, Christy Porter yeah, came absolutely. through. A uh, pretty dynamic girl. Yeah, Miss Charlene. I, I really feel like that I could even give her more. Right. Like, I, I really like... Because I think this character has kind of took a life of its own. But she has so much more. She has so much more. She is now. She She is is very talented. Christine Porter is better than Miss Shirley. Yeah, she's she's a triple threat. Like the girl, she sings. She's comedy. She acts. Her her drama is dope. She cries every time. Oh my gosh. You know, and uh, so so I kind of I, I kind of want to want to grab her, maybe do some one on one with her. I mean, I just think she's she's dope. I mean, she yeah. she appeared in my short film, which you appeared in as well. Absolutely. And um, I, I, I it's 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 been rewarding. I mean, I was telling some friends the other day, you do everything for yourself, for your own edification. You do everything you do. It's, it's something about you that needs that to be done. You know, everybody, uh, the guy the guy said to me, Rodney, I'm not selfish. I was like, you have to be. Right. <laughs> right. You if, you're not, to. if you're not selfish, you need to get your shit together. Right, right. Because, because you're you, never going to do anything for yourself. You have to. Yeah. You have to be selfish. Yeah. Like, it was points in my career. Like, I can be unselfish now because I was very selfish early on in my career. Right. You know, you have to earn the right to be unselfish. Absolutely. You know, that was dope. Did, yeah. did, I, did I just drop yeah, that? Yeah, that, that was dope. Did I just drop a jewel? Yeah, yeah. I need yeah, a jewel right, right. drop. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, man. So, hey, hey, this is Roddy Perry. That young man, another voice you hear is Cole Parker. Can I say Cole Parker? Yeah, absolutely, brother. Cole Parker. You got all type of A-lists. Yeah, that's pretty much all they <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe on social media. That's it. So social media, that, you know, but that's Cole is it. Right. I just got my hands in a lot of pots. Um, you can hear Cole 
uh, weekly, the podcast Practical Smokers. Practical Smokers, that is absolutely correct. Uh, they got an Instagram page. Absolutely. Uh, Practical Smokers. On Facebook. You are a cigar smoker. Definitely. Um, that's how we really connected. That's how we connected. What do you What do you love about it? <sighs> it's actually a few things now. Okay. Um, it actually gives me my own personal staycation at times. I got it. I could go sit by the pool or a body of water, light up a cigar, even have coffee or a, a, a alcoholic beverage, a spirit. Could or you something. Could you not do that if you didn't have the cigar? I could life? still do it without the cigar. But one thing about it gives you kind of something it, it, doing. It gives it gives you a, a constant something to do that doesn't require. If I mental. miss anything, I miss that. Right. If I miss anything, I miss just going and just because I would go to the cigar bar and just sit there by myself. Sometimes. Just right. F off life. Yeah. <laughs> but I can do that here. Right. Right. Yeah. But it gives you a a legitimate reason. I mean, and um, although I tell people I stopped smoking cigars, but I realized that I liked the camaraderie. I like cigar people more than I like cigars themselves. Man, man, let me tell you something about cigar people. Cigar people are dope. They're just better than regular people. They're they're never (laughs) riffraff. Never. They're always, at the very least, like you're not spending... 10 bucks to 50 stick. bucks on a stick. Multiple if, times a day at times. <laughs> easily. <laughs> right. I mean, when, at, at my height, I was smoking maybe four or five cigars a day. Yes. If, it's if, easy if, to do. But, but it was just because I was at the spot. Right. And we were kicking it. And it was right. so social when we when we were all kicking it at, at Maduro's. It was so social. It was a great place. We would be there during the middle of the day. We would Man, start we, playing cards. To we get there at two in the, in the afternoon, even two in the morning. Oh, morning. Easily. <laughs> easily. <laughs> With no, no, no women, no anything. Just right. a whole bunch of right. dudes and probably terrible something on TV. And and I think it it created a space where as men, we very seldom uh, have that that outlet to chop it up with other men. Right. You know, it it created a a sense of community and um, men solve things differently. And so to get us in a space together, it kind of forces you to kind of get through some stuff that you wouldn't normally get through, you know, one way or another. Once you gain that camaraderie, you gain friendships, and with them friendships, you're able to share your life experiences. And then a lot of times, they lived it also. Yes. So then you learn commonality. And you're not on your own. You're not on your own. No. And then you can learn, let me tell you, even the dumbest fool in a cigar bar, you can learn something from. Absolutely. Because they have to have a certain level of success to be a person who's in a cigar. You said spending 10 to $50 a day on cigar habit. You know, they have to be something about themselves. And that's one thing that I really, really do enjoy about it. Um, I miss the old camaraderie at Maduro's. I think out of all the cigar spots I've been to, and I've been to quite a bit, and I mean like like going all, like a regular at different cigar bars, I do miss our collection of people who was formed at Maduro's. Like just that Maduro's crowd that we had was different than most. Oh, absolutely. You absolutely. Know, I'm different on, than most. On so many levels. Uh oh, let me see if my man coming in. Hey, hey, what's up, buddy? What, Who's that? Big Black Hank? Hank. Hold what on, up, Hank? Hank. Let me, let well, hold me, on a second. Let me bring you in. Hold on one second, buddy. Hold on. You know, the iPhone and tricked him up, but they can't use a regular plug. Hank Denson. Yes, sir. Uh, Say what's up to Cole Parker. Oh, Cole Parker, Cole Man, what's going on, Hank? Man, I'm sitting over here with my hokas on. My feet are feeling fabulous. 
Hey Hank, uh, this this is a podcast. Rodney Perry, Cole Parker. We at the square table. We in the basement. Square, square table in the basement. Okay. And uh, how you guys, how you guys doing? And uh, I said, I said, I said, let me see what my man, my man Hank doing. We, we just chopping it up. Just two guys talking. And uh, I was like, man, what what okay. HD at? Let me holler at the man, the myth, the legend. And uh, we, we were talking about. Uh, while well, I was telling Hank that one of my students in my improv workshop turns out to be like this world-renowned speaker and I really wanted to connect the dots with you and him as well because you, you're in that teacher world that's all he does is talk to teachers though I'm talking about I, I saw him in Detroit Hank 2,000 teachers man really yes man, man. his name is Manny Scott shouts out to Manny Scott and uh he is one of the f- Manny give me a call Manny's man. one of the freedom writers yeah he's a man let me tell you freedom writer PhD student pilot yeah that dude the negro we all wanted to be when we were little dude but but, but you didn't want to be him when he was little oh not he had at all tough Tough, yeah, you can leave that alone. Yeah, he had a yeah. tough life. So, uh, so HD man, uh, pay teachers more money, man. Tell me about it. Okay, so pay teachers more money. It was just, it was given. It was handed to me. Um, I really wasn't the participating dad. Uh, I really didn't go like I was supposed to the school. I wasn't in the PC. Hold on, oh, let me let me cut that. you off. Uh, this is me not going to the school right now. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> So I was Rodney Perry. <laughs> right. And uh, pretty much what happened is um, I was blessed to do a couple of movies and some stuff, and it freed up time. And time is money. So I was like, let, you know what? Let me spend some time with my son. Well, no, my wife guilty. She was like, you don't go to the school. You sell what you go to a field trip. I went to a field trip, Mr. Rodney Perry, and it changed my life. They gave me six kids. I didn't ask for them. Had me watch them in the aquarium. I'm like, this is not what I was qualified to do. I was supposed to hold hands in a group with other people. A couple of kids lost it. Little girl, white girl started crying. Um, I got nervous because we was downtown Atlanta. I'm a big black man. Dead giveaway. Little <laughs> <laughs> white, white girl, black man, man dead giveaway. Black man did it. Dang, right? I got nervous. And, and within that three minutes, bro, I realized they don't pay teachers more money. Got in the car, did a rant. Facebook Live was hot then, and uh, it went to millions of views. And I was like, you know what? I think this is my platform. And teachers just kept coming. They said, you like what you're saying? And I'm like, well, I'm just saying what I feel. And they were like, no, parents don't say nothing. And you're a dad and you're saying something. That's different. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, let me let me change this into something where people are actually helping out. And you're black dad. Like yeah. you like <laughs> you like a unicorn. <laughs> right. You like a unicorn. Yeah, you Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> You're the last unicorn. Yeah, right. So um, did it. I turned it into Teacher Relief Live, and with the help of my good comedy friends around me, uh, uh, including Mr. Perry, it's it's grown, and now I'm doing schools and teacher conferences all over the country. I came from New York doing a teacher union conference in Long Island, and that was uh, amazing. 600 teachers, and we bring a production. It's like giveaways, comedy, we let them talk, we want to hear what they got to say, their crazy stories. We got swag bags and some music. It's, it's pretty dope. Wow. So, good, good stuff, man. It, it's amazing how how from a rant, uh, you know, what, five minutes, three minute rant, that that could become what it has become. Right. Yeah, that, that's your career change. Like you have found your calling and your audience. Imagine if everyone could do that. Wow. Man, whoa. 
what? If I could have found this audience earlier. Right, you'd have been you'd have been 15, 20 years in the game. Every teacher know you. Yeah, that'd have been dope. Right, right. But you know what? I'm 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 handling with kid gloves because I'm happy about the process. You know what I mean? I don't want to just you know being big is good, but making an impact was more was more is more important to me than anything. Making relationships, finding out what teachers really need. You know, it's sometimes it's the smallest thing. They'd be like, yo, I need a couple of stools. And they'll be almost about to cry because somebody sent, I get somebody at the center of the stool or I get to Man, man like, like, I remember my, 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 my daughter's kindergarten teacher. I went there one time. I think we brought some, maybe like some cake or something for my daughter for a birthday or something like that. And this chick yanking out wet wipes like, wah, 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 wah. And I'm like, dang, how many times, how many do you go through a day? She was like, oh, I'll probably go through about two to three packs, like hundred-something packs wow. of wet wipes a day. And I'm like, you buy those? You're talking about a 10, we're talking about cigar smoking. That's a $10 a day expense on your children's hygiene. Wow. I was like, we're going to take care of these. And how about that? We got the wet wipe for the rest of the year. Wow. But 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 she, she seems to be a bit ADD, though. Do you need that many wet wipes? You're talking about kindergartners. That's not okay. <laughs> you talking about okay. anything. Okay. You I'm might have some doo doo. You know, again, I, I am a skeptic and I'm always looking no, for the bullshit. Don't call. always look for the BS, brother. Sometimes it's just nasty. That's where the flu starts. Kindergarten. That's where I think that's where the AIDS epidemic started. Is that right? You know what? Kids create everything. Ebola was in kindergarten. There was no outbreak. There was no outbreak. It was it's not on this right, little white boy eating his boo boo on his finger. Ah. He'd be doing some wild stuff, man. If you ever go volunteer with kindergarten, you'd be like, if you touch me, I'm gonna punch you. I promise, I promise you. you, little boy, little girl, both of y'all. I'm gonna punch you square in your jaw. Get worse, though. It's the worst. Yes. Hey, hey, where, where you at, HD? It sounds like you you riding around this beautiful uh, ATS, y'all. Um, I'm actually in the car with the wife. Um, we had to handle some, you know, errands this morning. She caught she me. Caught you. Yeah, yeah. I've been kidnapped before. Well, tell tell Miss Jesse or Rodney yeah. Perry said hi. Yeah, tell her Cole said hello as well. Hey, hey, Jesse, Rodney and Cole said hi. She gave me that look like right. As long as it wasn't the middle finger, we all right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I can live with she looked at me like She looked at me like, okay, but hi. Hilarious. <laughs> all, right, all right, bro. Hey, man, thanks for the call, man. Hey, let me All right, man, let you guys take it easy, man. No doubt. Right. HD, yeah. my man, Hank Dixon. Hey, y'all, that's the type of stuff we're going to do on the podcast. Hey, man, you know it's people. We don't need that. <laughs> you know who But Hank is dope, though. We ain't really give our chance to get. Like, I went to Hank one time. Hank is a guy that you go to for anything. That's one thing I've learned. Hank knows a little bit of everything. about everything. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, you know, I, I got, I kind of, I got flat feet, so I messed up my. Oh, you got plantar fasciitis, and you got blah 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 blah. What you need is you need these, and this don't mess with that. You need, you need to roll orthotics. You need to roll your foot on the golf ball. What? If you get anywhere in this guy's wheelhouse, he gonna give you everything he got. That's it. You know, that's vitamins. You know, but I'm, I'll be side eyeing Hank sometimes. Right, he got the same problem because he'll jump, he'll jump on a bandwagon to any new thing. Okay, so. His thing now is uh, what does he what does he try to get me on? Uh, Cause you know I took you know I'm I, I'm a, I will jump on. Right, you're, you're, so he just saw, he got me some vitamins or some one time, yeah. some tea. He was in the tea for a okay. minute, and, and he be carrying the stuff with him. He's like, I got that tea. Right, don't give me some of that. Damn <laughs> Let me get a tea. You know that tea ain't do shit. Well, you know, but you know it was, it was just tea. It was, it was one company like that 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 was selling coffee. coffee. 
I remember the coffee. And it was okay. Coffee so the, changed life. Let me tell you. The, the coffee, coffee was everything. Really? Bruh. That doesn't make you lose weight, right? Wait, who cared about the weight? You know what it did in the bedroom? What? The, the magic happened. Coffee? What? What, what happened? Why are you, you I, I think it had Viagra in it. I have no idea. What was it? was the African coffee. It was the, the whatever they had where they had them everywhere. Everywhere you go, they had these little boxes of coffee for you to buy. Everywhere you Tasso or something. No, that was a that's tea. That was that's tea. tea. That's tea. Uh, Anyway, whatever. coffee, whatever, the coffee. Okay. coffee, the coffee. But that coffee was everything. And when I started researching that coffee, I heard about something called bullet coffee. So bullet coffee is like the successful, high, high, uh, high, highly active entrepreneur, CE level executive go to. So I think it's like Adderall in a cup. Really? Yeah. So it's like it's like a coconut oil coffee. So it helps you focus at the same time. And yes. It's really? called Bullet Coffee. Now it tastes pretty terrible, but it's Bullet Coffee. But hey, once you get shot, you shoot it off. Bow. If y'all can see him right now, <laughs> look like he actually just got shot out of a rocket. Hey man, hey man, I tell you what, it's been a great, it's been a great first episode, man. It's excellent, man. I'm, pl- I'm glad I got to be here. Hey, we is. I'm dog. so happy to be here. Happy. <laughs> hey, Wakanda for life. Wakanda for life. Um, real quick before we go, um, what's a, what's a word, man? That that, yeah. that that thing, that thing that if you if you get a chance to talk to a young person that you would impart on them, what's what's a word? Cole Parker, word of the day. Okay, my word of the day for, for that person would be life has its own course. It's up to you to ride it and lead it. So in other words, I, prime example, my main business, I teach women self-defense. That's what I've been doing for eight years. When I, If you'd asked me nine years ago, I'd have laughed at you. Cole, you're going to teach women self-defense. Who please? Fool, please. Eight years later. But when life took me down that course, an opportunity uh, came and my preparation that I had at the time led me to some level of success, I then realized that that was my new life path. Wow. So it was up to me to ride it and lead it. Yeah. But it's got its own path. Even if I want to stray off course somehow, some way. It, it is it. Either I was going vanilla sky or I was going to ride a sprint. Right. You know, so, so that that, that would be my thing. thing. You know, life has its 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 detours, its lefts and rights, its construction underway. But just do your best to ride the life course, man. Wow. You know, it, it, very, very dope. That's it. Very dope. Very dope. That's Cole Parker. He gives you. Let me see what I got. What I got. Let me. If I, if I was going to drop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your about to drop a jewel? I, I, life. Life is like. Life is this. Don't say a box of chocolates. Life is not like a box of chocolates. <laughs> Because that's stupid. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's true. I always it? thought that was a dumb ass. You never know what you're going to get until you face that situation. But after you've seen this box of chocolate, you're like, I don't want that right. one right I there. Want, I don't like them flavors. I don't want that black one. Right. <laughs> that, that black licorice. Right, in you start it. poking <laughs> your holes in the bottom and putting them back. Yeah, good luck with that one. No, um, life is like having a direction somewhere you've never been. Mm. Right? And so... you. You have it. It's in your navigation, and you're, you're you're following the direction. But inevitably, at some point, you start to second guess the technology, second guess your direction. Gotcha. You're gonna now. What you have to do as a person navigating through life is stay the course, mm. because if you get off the road, you end up on what they call a life detour. Absolutely. It's not. It's it's not saying you may you may not still make to where you're going because it'll re like recalculate. But if you would have just stayed on the course. Maybe your exit was the next exit. 
Maybe, maybe you'd have been there. there. You arrived a lot, lot earlier. You'd have been later. there ten years ago. I know I should have been. Well, where I, was going. <laughs> right. I know I'd have made some serious detours. I kind of feel like you just like polished up what I said. I did. I okay. did. I did. I did. <laughs> we, we, we said to say. We say all that to say this. <laughs> Have a great day, y'all. My name is Roddy Perry. That's Cole Parker. And uh, this is the basement or the the square table or the round table. We'll call it the basement. I like the basement. The basement. 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 It's the basement. It's the podcast. I love it. Hey, y'all, y'all be good. Peace out. Yeah. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.